0: Sit Still with Sierra is all about helping you, the listener, become a more introspective, self-aware version of you. I'm your host, Sierra Lyons, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to sit still with Sierra. If you're listening for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first time listening, thank you for coming back. I can't believe we already made it to 20 episodes of the podcast. That's insane. And if you missed last week, make sure you definitely go back and recap episode 19. And listen, I talked about um, toxic positivity culture, and it's a good time. So if you're not following the podcast already, you can follow at sit still with Sierra on Instagram and Facebook And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then you can leave me a nice little review um, and tell me what you think. But today I'm super excited because I have two very special guests and they are the host of Becoming Her Podcast. So without further ado, I want to introduce them to this episode. So Destiny and Ashia, are you there?
1: Yes, we're here.
0: Yes, we're here. Yay! I'm so excited to have you both on. Um, do you both want to just introduce yourselves? Destiny, do you want to go
1: first? I'll go first. Um, my name is Destiny, everyone listening. Um, I am a junior music education major studying uh, piano and i so happy to be on the podcast here with Sierra. and thankful for her invitation and just excited about her podcast and what she's doing. And I'll let Nyshia go now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes. Hi. Uh, again. Thanks so much for having us. I really appreciated. Um, super excited about this collab. But yes, I'm Nishia. I am a sophomore in college. UWF. Go Argos. <laughs> um, and yeah, I. I um, there's not much to me. I just go to school. General studies major. So that's exciting. Uh, but yeah, this podcast is like super important to me, and I'm really excited to have this opportunity to like. Speak with so many great minds because Destiny's great and Sierra's great, and so this is a really awesome experience.
0: <laughs> awesome! Yay! I'm so happy that both of you are able to be a part. Um, Nashia, do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about what becoming her podcast is? Who the listener is?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So the becoming her podcast, it all started because me and Destiny just really wanted to put out some sort of a study guide for just young women, um, everywhere. Uh, because this is a really hard and difficult experience for young women life in general and so learning and growing and sharing our experiences is really the main goal of the podcast uh, so Becoming Her podcast is just where we learn to become healthy enthusiastic and resilient young women um, and so it just helps us flourish and prosper in each of those categories um, physically mentally he- healthy enthusiastic about life and then resilient uh, so that we are ready to face what life throws our ways listeners are really anyone I know it's focused towards uh, young women and then. And since me and Destiny are both young Black Christian women, uh, that is also also a a targeted audience. But honestly, anyone, boy, girl, man, woman, old, young, anyone can really listen. And that's really what what the purpose of the podcast is, just to really help everyone flourish in uh, their particular parts of life.
0: Awesome, love that so much. I love listening um, to the podcast, and it's nice to have other young women doing similar things. And of course, I want to support you guys. Destiny, can you tell the listeners where to find you guys, um, uh, social media, and things like that?
1: Yes, so you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those are our main uh, platforms, but there's other platforms they're available on. You just have to search uh, "becoming her" podcast. And if you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and it'll be at Becoming Her Pod, and you'll see our picture. It'll be easy to recognize. So we would love for you guys to follow and interact with us.
0: Awesome. Perfect. So if you have not already, um, you can do that at the end of this episode, make sure you follow them and keep up with what they have going on because they have some great things in the works. And we will be, of course, collabing on their platform as well. So if you're supporting me, support them as well. But I just want to go ahead and dive in to the topic of discussion because if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I love um, like personality tests and just little tests that can help you know yourself better. And if you can or can't tell by the title of this video um, or podcast, I'm sorry, we are talking about applying the five love languages to yourself. Um, and so I'm really excited about this because I've been taking the 5 love language test since I was like 14. I take it every couple of years and it has stayed consistently the same for me. Um, but if you don't know what that is, it is a basically a test, like a questionnaire you go through, answer the questions truthfully, and then it will tell you what your top love languages are how you like to be loved how you love others and so first I want to just ask you ladies um, this is Valentine's Day weekend that this is going up it is the 13th um, that this episode is premiering but do you ladies have any plans for this weekend or anything you're doing to love yourself love someone else
2: yeah, so um actually so single for the full 19 years of my life. So it's really important. What I do most is love myself, because if I can't love myself, then I can't love anyone else. No one else can really love me. I, I think that's the basis of everything. So honestly, uh, I was just thinking about getting just a group of girls together who are also single <laughs> and just like showing some self-love, like getting dressed up for ourselves, going out, taking ourselves out. And just appreciating ourselves, because I think that's really important, because I think a lot of times people think that, oh, well, if I'm single on Valentine's, there's nothing to do, so I'll just sit at home. But no, take yourself out. Like, this can be your holiday, too.
0: Awesome. That sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun for you. Destiny, uh, what do you have planned for this weekend? Any Anything exciting?
1: Um, honestly, working. <laughs> um, I work Saturdays, so Saturday I will not be doing anything self-care, self-love. Uh, but similar to what Nishia said, just self-love is so important when you are a single young lady. So just taking time to go out with a few friends or stay home, um, but just basically making sure that um, understanding that this weekend isn't a time to feel bad about yourself. If you are single, you know, just take some time to really love yourself. So that's, those are my plans.
0: Awesome. Sounds fun as well. And I hope you have a good work weekend. Um, I am a part of a women's Bible study organization on my university's campus called Pinky Promise. And so because of social distancing and staying safe, we will be del- delivering cookie grams to the girls that are part of our organization. So we'll be you know, far away from them, but still way to show them that we care and that we love them. And again, like both of you already uh, mentioned, having self-love and just because you're single doesn't mean you can't celebrate and enjoy this weekend. So I hope that if any of you are listening, whether you're single or taken, please do not let this weekend um, highlight in a negative way your relationship status. This is an opportunity to love yourself and that is why we are talking about applying the five love languages to yourself. So if you've never taken the test, you can literally just go to Google and type in Five love language test. Um, I'm not really sure how many questions it is, but it's not a very long test at all. And again, answer the questions truthfully, and it will break down for you what your top five love languages are. So I'm going to list what the five are, and then I want to hear from Destiny and Nishia what their top two are. Because um, like I mentioned before, I've been taking this for about seven years now, and it has stayed consistently the same. So your five different love languages that you can have is words of affirmation, quality time physical touch, gift giving, and acts of service. So Destiny, I guess I'll just start with you. Can you tell us, because I know we've all taken the test, um, what your top two love languages are, and just tell me a little bit about how you like to give love and how you like to
1: be loved. Right, so it's been a while since I've taken the test, but the last time I did take it, it was words of affirmation and physical touch, uh, which that's changed a bit. over. At one point, it was quality time that was one of them I remember that but the most recent time I took it it was words of affirmation and physical touch and those are just honestly words of affirmation could be a bit of a downfall for me because it is how I receive love Um, but at the same time it could kind of blind me from who the people around me really are based on what they're saying you know so you don't really know you don't really always know a person based on what they say they could just be trying to flatter you it couldn't always be real Um, and I love giving hugs, which is (laughs) what makes this pandemic very hard is not being able to like, you know, hug people and kind of be close. Um, but yeah, I mean, the way I prefer to give love to people is with my time, but my top two love languages are words of affirmation and physical touch. So
0: awesome. And that's really interesting that you say, um, I never even thought about words of affirmation that way, um, just in the sense that sometimes people can use words as flattery. So that's a very interesting point. And to all the people who are physical touch, um, love language people, I'm really sorry for this time that we are going through where, you know, you can't touch people and hug and necessarily be in contact with people the way that we were before. But that's awesome, Destiny. Okay, Nashia, do you want to tell us what your top two are?
2: Yeah, of course. And so I feel like I'm a little weird because um, I feel like I have love languages that I like uh, whenever I'm receiving love, but then it's just completely different for whatever (laughs) I'm giving it. Um, And so my top two love languages just to receive love is going to be physical touch and quality time. Um, I like quality time because even though I'm an introvert and I don't like to be out and about and around a lot of people, um, I do like to be around the people that I like and <laughs> I like just spending time and it can be time doing absolutely nothing. I just like to have uh, like people with me and, uh, it just, it just, it's comforting almost to at least just have someone with me at all times. Uh, and same with physical touch. I uh, like Destiny said, I love hugs. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just, I, I, I never realized that I was a really physical person until like probably got into high school and the sense of, a, I just like like being around people because it's it's just having a comforting touch or receiving a comfor- comforting ch- touch is always, it's just always very reassuring and calming. Uh, so I really enjoy that. But just giving love because I feel like In my mind, I just warp things sometimes. And so I'd rather like give love through like acts of service and gift giving because my biggest thing is like, well, I don't want to ever like make anyone uncomfortable or like overstay my welcome and my presence. So whenever I'm giving love, like that can be something a little harder for me to read from people. So instead I would rather like give things to people. And so I'll just pick up like little small things for people whenever I see it. I'm like, oh, this would be so nice for... Um, them or this person and then same for acts of service I think actions speak louder than words sometimes and so I think you can say a lot sometimes that I think putting your work where your mouth is putting your money where your mouth is um is really key and so that's why I like to just do little chores around the house for like my parents and then do little things for my friends whenever they need and like never it, it's never a bother for me because like if I can give love and do service for other people that just immediately gives love back to me. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Awesome. I love that. Um, And I like what you said about like putting your money where your mouth is with acts of service. Um, For me personally, like I mentioned, my top two have been pretty consistent for the last seven years, but I will be taking it today um, just to see if anything has changed since the last time I took it. But my top two have consistently been words of affirmation and quality time. Um, Now, I love um, spending time like with friends and family. I love that 100,000 times more than gift giving or receiving gifts. Um, I love to give gifts. But as far as like receiving gifts, it does obviously mean a lot to me that someone, you know, took their money and took the time to go find a gift for me. But when it comes to my top two, I would way prefer to have like an experience with someone than receiving and exchanging gifts but that's just me personally um i love a good road trip with my friends that those are like some of my best memories is like just riding in the car together making good memories having fun experiences together Um, even uh years for christmas that we uh have like sometimes we don't know what to get each other so like maybe we'll do something like we'll go out to eat or something like that that is always so much more impactful to me personally than necessarily exchanging gifts Um, and then words of affirmation I'm a journalist, I'm a wordsy person. Words mean a lot to me. Um, And what Destiny mentioned before about flattery is something that will be like be in my brain now. So maybe mine might change a little bit when I take it this time. But I do really enjoy words of affirmation. Um, Someone sending me a text message or just calling me up even though I hate talking on the phone um, or just FaceTiming me. Um, or just doing little things to stay in contact with me, especially during this time when we are obviously limiting our contact with one another is really important. And when people think of me and take time out of their day to like contact me in person or virtually, it always means a lot to me. um, Just hearing people's voice and hearing them affirm and lift me up and build me up and give me the motivation that I often need when I find myself sometimes tearing myself down. So those are my top two. So if you guys take the test, make sure you go on, sit still with Sierra's Instagram page and let us know what your top two love languages are and how you like to be loved. Um, Now, the thing with this episode, and this is why we want to apply the five love languages to ourselves is because a lot of times when um, these tests are taken, they're taken in the context of romantic relationships or sometimes even platonically, friends can take them together. But I thought that it was very important to think about how you like to be loved and think about how you can apply that to yourself, Um, obviously. Sit still with Sierra is all about introspection and self-awareness and knowing yourself and what better way to know yourself than to know how you like to be loved and apply that to yourself. So I wanna ask you ladies, because we are one in the same here with our single journey, our single experiences um, of currently being single. Um, Destiny, do you just wanna talk about your single experience and how you have um, kind of just dove into the world of self-love and what ways might you apply your top two love languages to yourself this weekend?
1: Exactly. So my single experience was, um, I'm actually grateful for it now. At one point I was not happy with it. Always thinking my friends have, you know, boyfriends, they might, they have significant others. Why don't I have one? Um, And that could just lead to a lot of depression and a lot of you know, what's wrong with me? Is there something wrong with me? Um, And then honestly, during the pandemic, when we had to have a time of just being isolated and really having to kind of meet ourselves because we couldn't be around other people, um, I think it was honestly just God revealing a lot to me about maybe why I've been this single for so long because if I had been in a relationship before, Um, It wouldn't have been healthy. I had no clue who I was. I had no clue what I wanted out of life and I would have made my whole identity another person. Um, So I'm grateful to be single. I'm very happy with it right now. Um, And just applying words of affirmation and physical touch to yourself or whatever your love language is, is so crucial. Um, Instead of waiting for someone else to give you a compliment, give yourself a compliment, you know, instead of waiting for someone else to affirm you or say you're a hard worker you you do a good job say it to yourself you know I know I've gotten I've had times I've been so dependent on other people's words um, then when they switch up on you you don't have (laughs) you don't have that that supply anymore so it's um, important to just first depend on the words God has written to us in the Bible and you know as Christian young ladies, depend on His Word to affirm us, and then to know that it's okay to affirm yourself. So that's been my experience with it.
0: Awesome, and I am happy that you have gone to a place personally to where you are content in your season right now as a single person, and it's not something that you view as a negative attribute. Um, again, if you're listening to this, whether you are single or taken, because. Um, Just because you're in a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that you are happiness or that you happy or that you are, you know, the pinnacle of success is being in a relationship. So I just want to reiterate that no matter what your relationship status is, it's okay. And I hope that all of you get to the place that Destiny is at where she's content with where she is in life. And that's not something that she sees as negative. Um, Nashia, do you want to tell us a little bit about your single season or experiences and how you um, apply the love languages? Yeah,
2: yeah, of course. So uh, much like Destiny, I really think, honestly, I feel like we've all just
0: been living the same life
2: just separately. Um, But yeah, so I wasn't allowed to date. And looking back, I am, again, so grateful for that because I'm so free of any baggage that might have came from that. Uh, Even though I didn't understand it, even though my 16 year old self was like, man, everyone else is going out on little cute little dates and holding hands with their little boyfriend or girlfriend in the hallway. Why can't that be me? But honestly, I I feel so free from that baggage. And so it's something that I'm super grateful for. Um, But yeah, so I've been single for a while and I got to a point like I think it was probably at the end. Maybe like 2019 or 2020, uh, beginning of 2020, where I was just so completely unhappy and devastated (laughs) that I wasn't getting married like everyone else around me. And I just didn't understand why, because I was like, well, I have my life together and I have this and that. And I don't understand why these people who don't, don't. And I've just come to terms that I think that God just has a lot more to do for me personally, internally to get me prepared for a relationship because I feel like it's such a big thing that some people take lightly. But I also know like in my mind, the, the, the mindset I have with relationships um, is that it, it's a really big thing. Important thing is a life altering thing, especially if you're dating for marriage. And I feel like God has just been telling me over the past year that I'm just not ready. And I do still have a little bit of growth to do, which is completely fine. And so I came into 2021, like I'm dating myself this year. I am dating Naisha. in 2021. I am doing everything um, just to improve myself because I think self-care is just super important with everything in that. And so that's why with like quality time and physical touch, like even this weekend, like for Valentine's Day, like I'm gonna spend quality time with myself because I think uh, another thing that I do is like, I don't get to spend a lot of time with myself and I'm always going And so I don't get a lot of rest (laughs) with myself. And so I think that's something that I'm really going to apply as well as like physical touch. I mean, physical touch to yourself, like give yourself a hug, like kiss yourself in the mirror, like you are cute, like just affirm yourself, hype hype yourself up and like, just, just be, just be with you, like love you on your own. And I think that's really important. So that's going to be really exciting because it all goes into like, you know, self-care at the end of the day. which is really important uh, to your identity and knowing
0: who you are
2: and to help you in life in general. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) All good things. All good things. That was really good. And I like how you um, kind of made this year the year of dating yourself. I think that is really important to, um, and I know a few other friends of mine that have, not necessarily this year, but and previous years have like marked this year, or this season as the year of dating themselves and remeeting themselves or meeting themselves for the first time. And that truly is what Sit Still with Sierra is all about. The very first episode, which you should go back and listen if you haven't. Um, I'm not really sure how you would be here, but not at the first one. But anyhow, um, listen to the first one where I talked about me- re-meeting yourself because that is the whole gist of this um, self-awareness and introspection, is to really know yourself. And when you know yourself, you will know what you will and will not tolerate in a relationship. So that's super important. You know how you like to be loved. You know how you like to be affirmed, and you won't take anything for less. So I really liked what you said, Anishia. And I have similar experiences to both of you. Um, Of course, there are caveats and nuances to everyone's single, um, experience, but I too am single. Woohoo. They both single and proud. Um, and my journey has the past two years have really defined my single season. And I don't really think it's fair to label, um, your whole life as being single because from like age zero to at least 15, I think that'd be weird to, you know, be in a serious quote unquote, serious relationship anyway. So I'll say the past few years of my adulthood, I have been single. Um, and that has been, Uh, up and down journey, but for the most part, I have been really, really happy and have found contentment in my single season. Of course, there have been many moments and like I think Destiny mentioned, um, this past year of being in quarantine and really just hyper, hyper focusing on things has caused me at times to be a bit down in the dumps about being single and just feeling like I, um, and longing for, you know, companionship. And that's totally natural. That's totally normal for every human to experience that because I believe that we were born, um, to long for a companionship. So that's not abnormal to feel down sometimes when you may not be in a relationship, but really for me, this past year has really been honing on, um, taking advantage of the season that I'm in. I heard someone say before, like your single season of your life is way shorter um, and most times it's, it's most, it's way shorter in comparison to your status as being in a relationship with someone. Um, hopefully if you, you know, live a long life and if you are able to stay married, um, for the rest of your life in comparison, that's that such a short period of time that you sh- when you look back on it, you'll be like, wow, that was really short in comparison to my life now. And so I really just want to take this time, this season that I'm in as shorter, as long as it may be. And really get to a place where like me and God are like so close with one another that nothing or no one can come in between that and whether I have someone or not, that doesn't define my value as a human being. And that doesn't define my worth. I think that's super important because a lot of times our society and culture tells people, particularly women, that they are more valuable when they are in a relationship or when they achieve Um, a relationship status of either being married or engaged. And your value is inherently like you are inherently valuable. You're not valuable because of a status or because of what you bring to the table. You are a human being who is valuable. So for that very reason alone, you have value, you are priceless, and you shouldn't allow people's very warped perceptions of value, um, tell you that as a single person that you are less than, or you're inferior. So I think that's really important. And that's why we wanted to highlight applying the five love languages to yourself. And I actually wanted to, um, I wanted to read a scripture and whether you are listening and you are a Christian or not, I think that this is applicable and this, um, this made me think, of, I thought of the scripture because while Nashia was talking and she's talking about the season that she's in. And so I'm just reading Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. I think it's really beautifully put. It says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun, for every purpose under the sun, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to get to get and a time to lose a time to keep and a time to cast away a time to rend and a time to sow a time to keep silent and a time to speak a time to love and a time to hate a time of war and a time of peace and so i think that that scripture is very beautifully put. And I feel like that really highlights what Nishia was saying with there's a season for everything. And so I hope that um, no matter what season of your life you're in, no matter how how old you are, I hope that you really um, take time to value the season that you're in because seasons come and go. And as Destiny mentioned um, with like quarantine and being um, and the pandemic currently, this obviously blindsided a lot of people. So again, it is pra- it is very, very normal to feel, you know, sometimes isolated or alone during the season. But we really want to reiterate that um, during this time and during the season, not just this Valentine's Day weekend, but you can apply these five love languages to yourself to build yourself up, to comfort yourself, and to give, you know, yourself the opportunity to feel loved. And so we just want to go through the five love languages and kind of talk about practical application of these things. And I love that Nyxia is all about self-love and self-care. If you didn't watch or listen to the self-care episode that I did with my uh, friend Ashlyn Doty, go back and listen. That was a huge deal. And I'm a huge fan of self care too. So we can definitely relate. I did a whole photo shoot just for that podcast episode. So go back and listen to that. But um, Destiny, do you want to kick off and just tell them a couple ways this weekend that they can apply the love language of acts of service to themselves for this weekend?
1: Definitely. So acts of service for yourself. Um, for some people, could just be locking yourself up in your room and reading a book, Um, or it could be going out to coffee and reading or doing whatever makes you, not everybody likes to read, so maybe taking a walk, um, doing some other physical activity that brings you joy, um, whether that's creating something, writing something, if you're a musician, writing a song or something, um, just something that instead of thinking of what can someone do for me this weekend, maybe think, what could I do for myself? Instead of just waiting for that, you could apply lots of different acts of service to yourself. So, those are some ideas. Awesome. I love that. Yes.
0: Um, Get creative with how you serve yourself this weekend. Nishia, do you want to tell them a couple different gifts they could give themselves this weekend um, just to highlight how they love themselves?
2: Yeah, of course. And I am all about giving yourself, treating yourself. Honestly, like treat yourself. It's from a TV show that I watched a couple years ago, and like the it was like a treat yourself episode, and I love that so much because I think a lot of the times, especially with young adults, I mean, broke college student, that is a real thing, <laughs> and so I know a lot of the times we sacrifice a lot because of different you know expenses. I know college is expensive, and even if you're not in college, like living expenses, car expenses, grocery expenses. If you have a family, family expenses. And we sacrifice a lot of the things that we may want for ourselves. And we also may think that it may be a little vain to just get ourselves things sometimes. But I think within reason, uh, within uh, bounds, I don't think there's anything wrong with getting yourself things to just give you little pleasures in the world because we wouldn't have it. Like if God didn't want us to have little pleasures in the world, they wouldn't be there to begin with. And I think it's really important to know that it is okay to treat yourself with little gifts sometimes. So maybe you haven't gone out to eat in a while because you're just, I don't know, you're thinking that you're like, oh, well, save money or I can cook. It's a little healthier. But man, if you have been craving that steak dinner, sis, take yourself out for a steak dinner. If you have been craving like a new dress, because just because so you can dress yourself up, get yourself that new dress. If you have been wanting to get your hair done, like get your hair done. And I'm not saying spend your rent money (laughs) to do these things. Don't do that. Um, I think it's all within reason. So whatever, whatever your budget will allow, whatever your lifestyle will allow, do little things. And it doesn't even have to, honestly, it doesn't even have to be money. Like take yourself on a little road trip. Like I, I, that would be such a great gift for me to just take some time and just road trip that would be the best gift for myself. And so whatever whatever you want, whatever little gift that you can give yourself, those are just a few examples, do it and just just worry about tomorrow tomorrow. <laughs> it'll work out.
0: Awesome. I love that so much. Yes, treat yourself within reason, of course, um, (laughs) but treat yourself. And like she said, don't wait around for someone else to do it. If you want to go out to eat somewhere or grab food, or if you want to have an experience, have that experience with yourself. Um, you will look back and you will wish that you just did the thing that you wanted to do. Um, so I love that. I took myself on a date a few months ago. I'm a very expensive person. Um, I was like, wow, I need to, you know, uh, I need to like pull back a little bit but I, like I went and got a massage I took myself out to a fancy restaurant I got like chocolate covered strawberries from my favorite bakery and I went shopping a little bit and I was like wow this was really nice like Why wait around like until I'm in a relationship to have this experience when I can do it for myself? So yeah, those are all really good tips from both of you. I think that this weekend as well, um, quality time with yourself. I think that (laughs) that may not sound like it makes sense, but obviously we're, we are always with ourselves, but actually set aside time, like very specific time to actually be with yourself and not just be on your phone scrolling on social media or not just you know laying around just moping around but actually set aside quality time like make plans of what you want to do with yourself either like a nice bubble bath or make a nice movie night at your house or something that you actually planned um, and that will give you a sense of quality time with yourself um, as well as gift giving You can buy yourself flowers, you can buy yourself candy, you can buy yourself a nice card and write yourself a nice note that will also be words of affirmation. Um, I didn't brief you guys on this, but this idea just came to me just because I'm curious. So I can start with Destiny. Um, I just wanna do like a quick little speed round of like, what's your favorites? So what is, I'll start off with, what is your favorite candy, Destiny?
1: Um, M&Ms, my favorite candy is M&Ms. Cool, and do you have a favorite flower? roses roses
0: beautiful okay awesome and do you have a favorite place that you like to
1: go that is like a relaxing place for you um barnes and noble that's my favorite place in the whole (laughs) my favorite place in the whole world i don't even have to buy anything just sit there and do homework and drink coffee so that's my favorite place (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes, I love Barnes & Noble. And lastly,
0: I would just ask, do you have a favorite movie or TV show that you like to watch when you are like
1: in the mood to like wind down and relax? Oh, this is gonna get really controversial, but my friends that know me won't be surprised, but Scandal is, (laughs) Scandal is my favorite. I'm re-watching it for the second time. It's, I Olivia Pope is everything, I love her. So Scandal is my absolute favorite, absolute favorite show.
0: That's hilarious. I love that. Um, I am not a Scandal fan. Shonda Rhimes is an awesome person, but I I, I never got into her shows, really. So that's so funny. Okay, Nashi, I will flip it over to you. Do you have a favorite candy?
2: Uh, I'm really weird and I do not eat candy. I don't eat a lot of snacky things, just just as a mental thing. (laughs) But if I did eat a candy, I would say it would be the pretzel covered m ms That's that is what I would go with.
0: Okay. You both like M&Ms. I'm not a huge candy person either. Um, what is your favorite flower if you have one?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't actually have a favorite flower, but I do like uh, flowers that have a lot of greenery. So like really small petals and flowers and more like larger vines and leaves and the whole green experience.
0: <laughs> awesome. And do you have a favorite place that you like to go when you just want to relax um, and wind down?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say a place. If I ever wanted to wind down, I would just drive. Um, and I would like, I like to drive like places that um, have a lot of like greenery and like forestry, wilderness. As they say, I'm doing a class on wilderness right now. But um, so in Pensacola, there are a lot of like neat little pockets of roads that have just, it's just uh, one road, but lots of beautiful gigantic trees and it feels like you're somewhere not in a city and so that's that's really what i'd like to do the most or like maybe go to a small part of the beach and just be alone
0: awesome and lastly do you have a favorite tv show or movie that you like to watch
2: um i would say anything anime i'm a really big anime nerd (laughs) right now i'm watching naruto and so that's been that's been a really fun experience i i don't know why i never watched it growing up but really anything anime because they're just fun and light most of the times and so
0: yeah that's
2: that is what that's
0: my thing (laughs) awesome I've never watched anime before but I know people you are either very into it or you're not into it at all there's no in between so that's funny I actually don't I'm not a huge candy person I don't really like chocolate um, but I do like chocolate covered strawberries I like dark, dark chocolate so maybe that'll be my favorite and then My favorite flower is a sunflower and this is a bonus. My favorite tree is a magnolia tree. Like I really like the leaves of magnolia trees. Um, I say that when I have a home of my own, I'm gonna plant a huge magnolia tree and then maybe go to Barnes and Noble and get a book and then read under that tree like every day. Um, One of my favorite places to go is the beach. If I could, uh, I wish I was born a mermaid sometimes. If I could just live at the beach, I would live there. And I love a good bookstore like Destiny or going to a nice coffee shop. Um, The town that I'm in for university, they have like so many coffee shops. So I just like to go there. I like the quiet vibe. And then my favorite TV show or movie. That's really hard. My favorite TV show at the moment is This Is Us, but I would not watch that if I was like relaxing because it's way too sad. Um, I'd just be crying the whole time. Um, But I recently just finished Girlfriends and oh my gosh, I can't believe this is like like I'm just now watching Girlfriends. Such a good show. I relate so hard to Tracy Ellis Ross's character. um, And so that might be my favorite currently. But that's awesome to hear from both of you. Um, Do either of you have any final remarks before we wrap up this lovely episode?
1: Um, Just uh, a few things for any of the girls listening that just enjoy yourself this weekend, enjoy yourself for the rest of the year, just take some time to really um i think this year should be a year of self-love for all of us whether you're in a relationship or not um develop your relationship with god and just continue being the great young women you are and thank you sierra for this opportunity
2: yes yeah yeah same same as destiny great thanks for uh letting us use your platform letting us speak with you um as well as like destiny said just like treat yourself and i really like how you kept saying sierra Like, don't wait for anyone else to do it for you. Like, do it for yourself. I think that's so important. and I really feel like we should do that a lot (laughs) Um, because I don't think that that's what we're told. Like, weird little fact before we end. Like, I I know a lot of friends that they're just like, oh, you should get a boyfriend so that they could do this and that for you. And I'm like, as nice as that would be, like, I can do it for myself. Like, I am a strong, independent Black woman. I can do that for myself. And you can be a strong, independent Asian woman, white woman, island woman, like any woman. Or you can be a strong, independent, like, man. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, do it for yourself. Because at the end of the day, like I said, no one's gonna love you as much as you love yourself. And I think that's just very foundational for everything. But yes, thank you so much for this opportunity, Zia.
0: Yes, of course. Thank you both so much for agreeing and coming on. You both had such Um, great tidbits of wisdom that I hope the listeners took took something away from what was said today so thank you all so much for tuning into this episode like we mentioned at the beginning make sure you follow them on all their social media platforms and look out for maybe another collab happening soon. So make sure you're following them so you can see and hear when we do something else. But thank you all for listening. I hope you stay safe this weekend or whenever you listen to this. And I hope that you remember to love yourself and don't forget to take the five love language test and see how it works for you. Talk to you guys next. Nope, just kidding. We are a bi-monthly podcast. Talk to you guys two weeks from now. Bye.